Well, hello there and welcome back. This is going to be episode number 16 of the Amazing Seller Podcast. If you're joining me for the very first time, I wanted to reach out and shake your hand and say welcome. Thank you so much for stopping by. If you're a listener that's been listening for a a little while or since the beginning, I want to reach out and give you a great big hug because you've been around for a while now. It's episode number 16. Crazy. I can't believe how fast it it goes, how fast time flies here. I mean, we all kind of know that, but uh, you know, really, I mean, with these episodes, I'm trying to put out two to three a week. I've been consistently doing three a week and uh, the questions just keep coming in and I continue to to, uh, put out content because I think it's helpful. Today, what I'm going to be discussing is, uh, I'm just going to give you like an overview of what we're going to be talking about. This is going to be kind of like my income report. Now, I know you've probably seen a lot of people out there doing income reports, and I honestly look at income reports too, because it's. I think it's it's really cool to be able to see kind of like, you know, the ins and the outs, okay? Now, this is going to be just for the Amazon FBA business, all right? So this way here, you can see exactly what the money looks like that I'm generating right now from only being four months in, but also you can see the actual profit at the end of the day. I mean, the one thing that drives me crazy with all of these screenshots that you see people posting is it's always like, right, revenue, right? How much revenue did you make, right? I made, you know, X, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, or I made $80,000 last month. But what no one's telling you is like, what's the margin on that, right? What's the margin? Is it 10%? Is it 20? Is it 40? Is it 50? Is it 75? I mean, to me, you know, it's great to show numbers, those large numbers, but really at the end of the day, we want to know what's left to be able to be put back in our pocket. Now, as you guys know, you've, who've been listening to me for a little while, know that I'm really taking most of my earnings and I'm putting it right back into this business, which I recommend you do because it's just going to help you fuel the business and grow it that much faster. All right, so that's what today's episode is going to be about, really going through my income for February, which was a short month, by the way. It was actually only 28 days, so uh, if I was to go for a 30-day, and I'll give you the breakdown, uh, it would have been even a little bit better, all right? So uh, before we do get started, though, I wanted to just say thank you for all of the comments, the questions, the emails, the Facebook messages. I mean, I'm receiving a ton, and and here's the thing, I'm, I'm doing my best to respond personally to them, to each and every one of them. And if I didn't get back to you, I do apologize. Um, the voicemails, they're coming in as well, which we'll also hear a, uh, a listener question at the end of the show, which has to do with uh, the Amazon pay-per-click uh, and advertising and stuff, which I'm also going to talk about in, in this report because I think it's very interesting or, or in this episode. Um, but before I do, I did want to read one of the reviews that I got on iTunes because it really makes me smile and it also, it's kind of comical. Uh, so, you know, I've been getting a, a lot. So, uh, he, here's the thing. Okay, I'm gonna read it, and then uh, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit just briefly about it. But uh, the mailman delivers. That's what it says, right? Scott knocks it out of the park. Rookie of the year. Say what? <laughs> Number one, killer content. Number two, actionable tips. Number three, club to net knock flock. I, I don't know what that means. Maybe someone can tell me what that means. Uh, and number four, short and long-term strategies. Five, no buy it now button. Six, fluff and filler free. Seven, genuine and sincere. Thanks, Scott. Keep them coming. Hope to repay the favor, Rob. So Rob, let me know what that means. Club to net, knock flock. Maybe there's something I'm missing there or maybe you were just being funny, but definitely got my attention. And the mailman delivers. I love that. So cool. You know, keep them coming. I, I really do appreciate it. I do read them just to, just to prove that I I do read each and every one of them, so I really do want to uh, 
just reach out and thank you for that. All right, so uh, this episode is episode number 16. If you want to see any of the show notes to this one and any of the other ones for that matter, you can just head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 16 for this episode. If there's other episodes you want to check out, you would go uh, to that episode by just entering the number in there. But uh, for this one, it's number 16. All right, so with that being said, let's just dive right in to the sales for February, because that's what you guys all want to hear, right? So the total sales generated, okay, total sales for February, which is a 28-day month, was $25,079.33, okay? And it was 1,289 units sold, and there's 1,179 orders, which is customers. And I want to stop there for one second, because What you're noticing there is there's more units sold than there are customers, and that's because a customer bought more than one. And here's what I've learned. Even if you have a product that you don't feel is like, you know, you can put a bundle together or you can add more than one, uh, you should always include some type of, you know, incentive or benefit for for ordering two, three, or four, okay? And what I did, and I just kind of threw it out there, is I went ahead and I created a, you know, buy two or more, get $5 off. So if they were to add two to their cart and use a certain code that I created inside of Amazon, they would automatically get that $5 off their, you know, total cart you know, price. So it really does show you that people are buying more than one of my items, which in the beginning, I never would have thought like, I've been like, why would someone buy, you know, five of these things, but I've sold as many as 10 or 12 of them. And, uh, you know, some people, you know, have groups of people that they're buying them for or whatever. Right. But, you know, don't underestimate what your customer might do. And it doesn't take anything to really do that, to put it together. It's really simple. Um, and all I did, another little tip for you is in the second image of the images that you're allowed to put in, what I've done is I've created a, a picture there or a slide. Okay. That basically says exactly that save $5 or $5 off. And then you put the coupon there and you also maybe show like a, an icon of the product and then plus another product and then equals. And then you can show like, you know, $5 off or something. And then really big and bold, you want to put the coupon code there. That works really, really well. And I can track the coupon codes that are used. And you can see right there that 1,289 units were sold, 1,179 customers purchased. Okay, so it does work. And if I didn't have that coupon there, I might not have had those additional sales. So a little learning uh, point there for you, a little lesson uh, that, and I'm learning that I'm going to add that to all of my products because it definitely, definitely works. All right, so that's that little tidbit. Okay, so product cost. Okay, we made twenty, or we took in twenty five thousand seventy nine dollars and thirty three cents. But what did we? Uh, what did it cost us for? You know, for you know, the operation cost and the product cost. So the product cost was $14,333.68. And I'm going to break it down really precisely on that in a minute. I just want to give you the rough numbers or the, you know, the numbers in in themselves. And then Amazon pay-per-click was uh, $1,255. And the profit at the end of the day was $9,490. And here's the thing that was for February, 28 days, right? So obviously, you know, when you're an entrepreneur and you're a business person, you want to break that down. How much was that per day profit? It was $339 profit. Okay. Per day. Now let's 
add two more days to the month and let's pretend it was a 30-day month because that's what most months are, um, we would have generated $10,168 in a particular month. So over $10,000. That's profit, by the way. We're not talking about, you know, gross income here. We're talking that's profit at the end of the day, product cost, Amazon pay-per-click, okay? Now, I was averaging 46 sales per day, okay? Again, I just took that number, divide, you know, the 1,289 units, divided it by 28, and that's the number I came out with, okay? And uh, that's basically it in a nutshell, okay? And I know when a lot of people are, are, you know, putting this all together, they're thinking to themselves, okay, I got to figure out this, I got to figure out that. It's really that simple, you know, money in, money out, that's it. I mean, really, your accounting can be that simple as well, right? Okay, so let me give you um, the sale price. And the average sale price, I you know play around with the pricing. And let me just point this out too. Uh, this is product number one, the one that I started about four months ago, okay? And I also have product number two that is selling right now, and it's just starting to to grab on. It's really just starting to sell, actually, just this past few days, but I did launch it in the middle, well, middle to the end of February and uh, and promoted it, gave some giveaways and all that stuff. So that went, that is into those numbers, but it's very minimal, okay? But the average sale price was $19.97, okay? Now, the Amazon fees, I'm going to give you the Amazon fees. A lot of people want to know, okay, what are the Amazon fees? I'm going to give you the, the breakdown on my particular item, okay? So the Amazon fees was uh, $5.67, okay, per unit sold. And this kind of helps too. Like when you're looking at a product, you can say, okay, how much was Amazon fees? How much was the product fees? And then you can add those two together and then you can say, can I double that or can I get close to doubling that so I can get a 50% um, you know, return on that? So the handling fee, I'm going to break down the Amazon fees for you. Um, handling fee is a dollar. Pick and pack fee is a dollar four. Weight handling fee is sixty three cents, and the referral fee is three dollars. Those are all of the the uh, broken down fees. Now those fees you can also get by going to Amazon site, which they have a calculator, which I'll leave that in the show notes. And uh, you can go there, you can put your your product price in there, and then it'll tell you how much it would be if you merchant fulfilled and how much it, it would be if you FBA'd it. And in uh, these numbers that I'm giving you are FBA. I don't want to handle it, okay? So that's the Amazon fee. So $5.67 is what it was for charging $19.97. Now, if you charge $24.97, that price is going to go up a little bit, especially your referral fee. Your referral fee is kind of like your listing fee in a sense, right? It's kind of like if you've sold on eBay, you know that they have like a 15%, I think it's 15%, something like that, you know, uh, not listing fee, but when you sell it fee, um, you know, completion fee. Uh, so it's basically the same thing, all right? So now let's move into the product cost, okay? And I'm going to also talk a little bit about how we can shave some of these numbers, but the product cost is uh, roughly $5.10. I was getting it for $5.05, but then I kind of had to negotiate the escrow thing because they didn't want to do the escrow, so I kind of met them halfway, and it, it basically bumped it to about $5.10. I think as I get you know, a little bit larger and I can order larger quantities, I can probably get that down under $5. But right now I'm, I'm fine with that. So $5.10. There's also an additional 15 cent fee that I'm adding because I have the product shipped directly to my home office. Okay. I know a lot of people that do ship it directly to FBA. I personally am not willing to do that yet. I'm willing to pay the 15 cents that I'm paying to ship it to FBA because I want to make sure that the product that comes to me is the, exactly what I've ordered. And I'm, I'm kind of, again, building that trust within that 
you know, the company that I'm dealing with. So by doing this, I'm able to get the product. It's it's one more step. It's kind of a pain in the butt a little bit, but you know what? I get, you know, a thousand units here. I open a few of the boxes. I make sure that everything is right. And then I basically print out the stuff from, from Amazon, my labels, and then I bring them to my UPS store, which is local. And that's it. So it, it does take me a little bit of time. Uh, it cost me about 15 cents, you know, and, and I put 15 cents, it ranges, it could be 12 cents depending on the warehouse that it goes to, and it could be as high as 18, 20 cents, but on the average, it's been about 15 cents, so that's kind of what I go with, and I mean, UPS through Amazon is dirt cheap, I mean, I'm sending like a package that's 15 pounds, and it's being sent to, let's say, you know, California, and it's like less than eight bucks. It's just, it's ridiculous. I, I sent one, another, uh, my second product and that one there, I think the one package was like 40 pounds and I sent that one to like South Carolina and it was, it was like under like 10 bucks or 11 bucks. It's just, it's so cheap. Um, but anyway, so that's why I don't really mind paying that. And then there's a 20 cent fee that is an additional labeling fee through Amazon. It's another code that they use and um, it's not your UPC code. That UPC code, I have that all done at the, the factory, the manufacturer. They put all my labeling on for me so I don't touch it. I know some people have asked me, you know, Scott, do you bring the inventory in to your home office? Do you unpack it and then do you have to put all your labels on it? No, I don't. That would be crazy um, to do that. I do not do that. All I do is open a few boxes, inspect a few of the packages and then I just repackage it and send it out. I don't open all of the boxes. Um, but the 20 cent fee is a labeling fee that Amazon requires. Now, you can label that yourself or have your manufacturer label that yourself. I still haven't went that route yet because there's it's it's a little bit trickier and I've been doing a little bit of research on it, but I was kind of told in the beginning, you know, like just don't worry about that cuz it's one extra little step that you're going to have to do and get right and that could get screwed up. So just pay the 20 cents and just move on. Um, so I don't mind paying it. It's built into my product right now. But those are two expenses that could go away. So 35 cents could go away per unit, um, you know, with a snap of your fingers um, if I went ahead and just changed those few things. So the total on the product cost is $5.45. So the total cost with the 567 and the 545 is $11.12, which if I charge $19.97, my profit is $8.85. Uh, now, again, if I raise that to $21.97, I can almost instantly add another dollar, although my referral fee will go up a little bit. So, you're, But you're, you can see what I'm saying. You add uh, you know, a dollar or two, you can actually add $1.50 profit uh, additionally just by raising the price. So, uh, And I did charge at one point, I was up as high as $22.97 and it was selling, but then I found that the sweet spot for me right now with the amount of reviews I have and the conversion rate and all that stuff... Uh, I was good at like 1997, but I do plan to get the, get the product to about 2497 as I build up reviews and all that stuff. Um, so, eight dollars and eighty five cents profit, uh, roughly. So we're talking about forty four percent margin right now as we sit. Okay. Now, again, like I said, I could trim. Uh, you know, some of those costs by doing FBA direct, I can have, I could save $193, okay, on those units. So I kind of did the math. So on 1,289 units, if I was to take the FBA, uh, you know, shipping fee that I'm paying like 15 cents, I could save that on those units. I would have saved $193 for the month. Okay, I would have put that in my pocket. And then the Amazon labeling fee, the 20 cent fee, that would have been $258 in my pocket. All right, so basically about $451 I could have put in my pocket. Now, 
don't get me wrong, that gets me thinking. That's a car payment, right? I mean, that's that's a pretty healthy sum of money. So it's definitely something I'm going to be considering here in the next few months, but not just yet, because I've got other things that I'm working on that I don't want to be distracted. And that's the one thing. You know, you look at that number and you go, maybe I should focus on that because then I can put that in my in my pocket. But if I get my second, third, and fourth product rolling just like this one, that 451 is going to be tiny, right? If I could have another product doing exactly what this product is doing and times that by three or four. Uh, so that's kind of how I think. But it's definitely something that's got me thinking. So I just wanted to point that out there. The other thing that I definitely will be trimming that I think could add probably another $500 to my my bottom line is uh, the uh, pay-per-click, okay? I spent, uh, you know, $1,255 on pay-per-click, okay? And most of that was on, the, on you know, product number one. Uh, now, here's the thing. Right now, I'm still driving traffic to my listings, okay? And by doing that, it's helping me rank for keywords. But now I'm starting to get shown, and I'm going to show you that in a minute. I'm starting to get shown for a whole bunch more keywords just because I put the the time, the effort, and the money in up front to really build out my listing for keywords that it's ranking for. And here's the real big secret. You're ranking, okay, for Keywords that you might not even be trying to rank for because inside of your pay-per-click, when you make a sale, you're automatically going to get credit for that as a keyword, okay? So let's just say, for example, you're, uh, you know, you're advertising for garlic press and you're starting to get orders and sales through the keyword you know, garlic press, well, you're going to all of a sudden start ranking for garlic press and maybe some related terms to garlic press. So that's why I tell people in the beginning, even though you might be at a break even with your pay-per-click, it's definitely going to be worth it because you're going to start ranking organically, which is going to, it's going to trump what you're doing in their, your pay-per-click. But I could probably scale that back right now, $400, $500, and still get the same results, okay? Now, here's why. Out of that $1,255 that I spent, okay, I sold 110 units. And again, Amazon gives you this data, all right? They they, uh, they, they give you, you know, how many conversions you've had, how many sales you've had, and they show you how much money you've spent. So it's better than any pay-per-click, you know, uh, system out there that I know of. I mean, it, it literally says you got to click, you got a sale, or you got to click, you didn't get a sale, all right? So 110 sales came from that $1,255. So some people be like, well, that's not that great, Scott. Well, here's the magic. Because of that, okay, and because I've been doing that for the past four months, I had 1,179 sales that were organically, okay? So basically, if you took the 1,289, you minus 110, you should come up with 1,179 if my math is right, okay? So because of that, it goes to show you that eventually, if you put the time, the effort, and the money into it for ranking for keywords, then you're, you're going to be able to cast a web of, of a lot more keywords, and then from there, you can get additional sales without having to pay for them. So those 1,179 sales, I didn't pay for. Those were like free sales, all right? So that, that's a huge takeaway. If, if that's all you're hearing out of this whole thing, um, that's a huge nugget for you, and you really got to wrap your mind up, uh, around that. I had one person that was in uh, a, a Facebook group that I'm in, and he was saying, I'm getting ready to release my product, but I'm going to wait before I turn on pay-per-click. I'm going to see what kind of organic sales I get before I even start. I think that's a bad idea. And if you're listening to this, I'm not going to mention any names, but if you're listening to this, my advice to you is 
Start pay-per-click as soon as you can. Some people say, wait till you have 10 reviews. That's what I kind of do because I can kind of get 10 reviews in probably three or four days just from family, friends, and letting people you know, try the product. Um, but if you can't, I've, I've heard people say that they turn it on from day one. All right, because the minute you start getting a few sales, it's going to start getting you kind of on the radar of Amazon, and it's going to allow you to start ranking for keywords. But if you just put a product up and you and you just say, "I'm going to see what happens," not much is going to happen. Not unless you're in such a uh, you know a niche that there's no one in, and if uh, there's no one else you know uh, trying to rank for any keywords. You know, I mean, and if that's the case, there's probably not a lot of traffic there. So how many sales you're really going to get? So that's why I think you need to speed up the process. You need to go and and do what I had said before, and we're not going to get into a whole pay-per-click thing here, but really what you got to do is you, you got to go and throw some mud at the wall. You got to go and get a list of some keywords, you know, random keywords, ones that, you know, you might find in Google uh, Keyword Planner and, you know, maybe put your main keyword in there and then just let it spit out all of the related keywords and then just import that into a pay-per-click campaign inside of Amazon and let it run. And then start getting sales from all of these random keywords. And then you'll start ranking for these keywords inside of the organic side of Amazon. All right. So again, we're going to do a whole episode on pay-per-click and probably many because there's a lot of things that I'm working on. I've got uh, a few people that I know uh, that are great sellers that are good at this stuff are doing and testing and all that stuff. So I'm going to definitely be sharing that with you. But the basics are that. I mean, when I launched my second product, you know, right now, yesterday I had nine sales and, um, you know, they, they weren't technically all organic, but you know, I wouldn't have had those sales if I didn't start running pay-per-click. Okay. And that one there doesn't have a ton of reviews. It's been out for what, about three weeks now. And I think I've got 23 reviews on it. So you know, it just, it does pay to use pay-per-click and I'm not patient to sit there and wait and hope uh, that I'm going to be able to do that. I'm not into writing articles and uh, trying to get, you know, you know, slow traffic. That's that's the slow way. Pay-per-click is like instant. If you want to be on page one for your keyword, pay for it. <laughs> Put your listing right there. All right. All right. So additional fees. I want to just cover these. Not a lot of additional fees. I got to be honest. Uh, I basically subscribe to AMZ Shark, $25 a month. And then Feedback Genius, I just upgraded to from a $40 plan to an 80 a month plan. And that was because I went over my allotted number of emails sent, all right? And I don't have the numbers exactly in front of me. I think it's like 3,000 emails a month or 4,000 emails a month that they'll send. But if you have one customer and if you went through my my uh, reviews and my feedback email sequence, you'll notice I have three emails that go out to every customer. So if you get 1,000 you know, orders, a thousand customers, that's going to be 3000 emails. Okay. That's kind of how it works. So I've exceeded that. And they basically, they kind of warn you, they say, you know, you you only got about, you know, you know, I don't know, 500 left or whatever, you know, we're going to have to, you're going to have to upgrade or they'll let you just buy uh, a certain amount for that month. So if, if you didn't want to upgrade your plan to an 80 a month dollar or an $80 a month plan, you could just say, well, I want to, I want to buy an extra 2000 um, emails and then it, you'll go on a pay per, per use type thing or pay per email. Um, but I know that my next month is going to be bigger than my next and, and all that. So I went to 80, um, or $80 a month. And I, I don't know exactly. I'm, I'm not even going to say it. it's at least, uh, four or 5,000 emails sent. Uh, so, uh, I went with that particular package. So between those two, you know, you're talking what $105 is what my, my additional fees are on top of my Amazon fees and all that stuff, which I already covered. So not, 
not a ton, okay? And uh, sample fees, that was the other thing that I put in here uh, because I'm doing more product research for uh, my third, fourth, and fifth product. So uh, I spent $100 uh, this past month on some samples. You know, I think one was uh, uh, $30, one was uh, another $30, and then the other one was like 40 bucks. But it came out to 100 bucks. Um, so that's really it. Okay, that's basically my month in a nutshell, 28-day month, by the way, all right, so not too shabby, and uh, like I said, my second uh, product is just starting to get moving here, so I, hopefully I can report back. The one thing I will say, though, my second product I do not believe will be as successful as my first, not because it's not a good product, because the audience or the, the, uh, the product itself isn't in demand as much as my first product. Now, my third product, which is in production right now, I'm very excited about because it's definitely got as much demand as my first and if not more, but it's still not as competitive as like you went into a market like supplements, okay? I'm totally against that for myself. I do not want to go into that market, but it definitely has the same amount of volume that my first product has, Um, which again, I just want to say my first product, you know, when I went at this, because a lot of people ask still like, you know, how do you pick the product? How do you pick the product? And like I said, the second product is going to be easier than the first because now I have numbers to compare to. So for example, let's just say right now, I know that in my particular category, I know what a BSR of 800 is. Okay. And a a BSR of 800, you know, is yielding 45 to 50 sales per day. So I know if I'm looking at other products similar in my particular category that if they're an 800 or even a thousand, then I know that they're probably doing 40 sales a day, right? So it's, it's easier. Now, when I was looking at my second product, I really didn't go at it like that. I just kind of went at, you know, like the first and second listing. I should have went further, uh, but I still do think I'm going to be able to get it to 20 sales a day. It's going to be a little bit more work, but I do think I'm going to be able to get there. It's just not going to be as easy as the first product. My third product, though, that's going to be releasing in April, I do believe is going to do as good. I think it might even do better because there's going to be variations off of it. Uh, and there's going to be a bundle with it, which is something else that I'm playing around with. You know, having single items listed in the same, just just different variations, whether it's different sizes, different colors, and then from there having it be a bundle, so you can you know, bundle it and then make it you know less. So, for example, if you're selling one thing for uh, let's say $9.99, but you'll bundle three of them together and sell it for $19.99, it's like they're getting one for free. So it's another way to really be able to take something, maybe a low price, and then, you know, scale it up by just bundling it together and making people, um, you know, or not making them, but making them see that it's a better value and then buying that. So, uh, so that anyway, that's kind of like a little side note, but yeah, not too bad. So let me just kind of go through the takeaways here um, that I've kind of realized and that, uh, you know, I want to kind of make you realize, okay, number one, use Amazon pay-per-click to get sales to help rank organically. That is like the most important thing that I could recommend to you right now, even if you're just launching a product like I just did, okay? I just launched product number two, and um, and I did that exact same thing. And like I said, yesterday alone, I had nine sales. Day before that, I think I had five. The day before that, I think I might've had eight. Day before that, I might've had maybe five. So I've been averaging about five a day, but yesterday I had nine. And just a little side note, I was charging four or no, $3 less just to try to get some sales. I raised the price by $3 and I got nine sales yesterday, more than the day before at a lower price. So another thing to play around with, sometimes, you know, you want to try both 
you know, both, uh, you know, strategies, you know, especially when you're first launching a product, you want to price it lower to see if that'll get you some traction and get you some sales. But if it doesn't, then you might want to just up it again a little bit, but always looking at your competitor and maybe being just a few dollars less because when you have less reviews there, it's going to be harder for you to convert. Okay. So, uh, the other thing is again, like I just said, kind of like I just said with that is being a promotion, like doing a small promotion in the beginning, especially, or even if you just want to spike sales, um, I'm right now comfortable with like 10 to 15 per day and then doing that for like three, four, maybe even five days and do it consistently. But again, this is going to depend on your market, how competitive it is, right? So, but right now my sweet spot is right about 10 to 15 per day and doing that for about, you know, three, three to five days, you know, somewhere in there. The other thing is, and I did this on the second product and it worked really well. So, you know, Everyone's out there kind of saying, does this super keyword URL thing work? Right now, I think it does because um, I launched the product and I did a small little promotion on Thomason. And uh, when I did that, I was getting about eight to 10 sales a day. And I did that for about three days, about four days. I ended up getting like 32 to 35 sales, something like that. And uh, I used one of the keywords I wanted to rank for inside of that promotion. And so when they would go to purchase it, they would go through this link that had that keyword in it. And then I tracked it in AMZ Shark. And then I could see that now all of a sudden I was ranking for this uh, keyword, actually first page for this keyword, uh, within about, I think it was about 10 to 12 days. Um, Now, again, this second product that I went to isn't as popular um, or it isn't as competitive, should I say. Um, so I think it had maybe about 1,500 competing pages for that exact keyword. So not that huge of a keyword, but again, something else to look at. If you're just starting, you might want to look at something that's not as competitive, right? Maybe go at that BSR that's a 2,000 2, to 3,000, something like that, and then saying, you know what, I'll take 10 or 15 sales a day. Uh, as long as your margins are there, you know, why not? And it might be easier to get that thing going and rank for keywords. Um, and just another thought, just a little side thought there. Okay, so, um, and the other takeaway is, you know, getting reviews is going to help because it's going to increase your conversions, okay? Right now, my first product is converting anywhere between 18 and 20%, okay? Some days it's 22%, some days it might be 16.5%, but on the average, it's about, you know, I'd say 18% is is about average. Um, now, I have room where I could work to get that, you know, get that higher. If I can increase it just by 2%, okay, for every 100 people that visit that page, that's two extra sales. So you can see how that can help. Now, why is that so important? Well, because like we had said, when you make a sale, okay, depending on the keyword they search for, you're going to now, it's going to help you rank organically for a keyword or that keyword, all right? So it, it all goes comes down to it, when you get reviews, the reviews are going to help you convert at a higher rate, which is then going to help you have more sales, which is then in turn going to also help you rank for, for keywords or, you know, more keywords. Um, and, and that's really how it works, right? It's that simple, you know? So just by increasing it by 2%, remember that. And 2%, uh, you know, conversion, uh, you know, hike, uh, if you can jack that up, you know, you're going to be able to get two extra sales for every hundred people that come to the page. All right. And there's a bunch of different ways you can do it. Not just with reviews. You can do it with your listing heading. Uh, you can do it with pictures. You can do it with the bullet points, the description. And I can't tell you how many, uh, different listings I've seen where people are just putting in one or two pictures and then they're not even good pictures. And then they only put like a very, you know, 
small headline, maybe three words, and then they have like two bullet points when you get five, and they only have like three description points and you have room for, you know, thousands of characters. So use up those space, be, you know, creative and crafty with it, and be willing to test things, you know? You may put an image up and let it go for a week and see how your conversion is. You might change it, let it go for a week, and then see that your conversions either went up or down. So it's a good way to test, but with testing also, I just want to point out, you always want to only do one thing at a time, and you want to give it at least five to seven days before you can really make a, you know, a good decision on if it worked or didn't work, all right? So what am I doing right now? Right now, what I am doing is I am working on my Amazon business, obviously, and I'm working on product number two, and what I'm doing with that product is I'm, my goal is to get it to 10 to 20 sales per day, and like I said, I had nine yesterday, and I'm averaging about five. Now, here's one thing, and I already mentioned, but I'm going to mention it again. What I think will change, I just did this, and I noticed that I had a bump in sales yesterday, and I had someone buy more than one, and it was that coupon code where I had the one image that basically said, receive $5 off and you will, uh, or when you buy two or more. And then right there, it's plain as day. It's the second image. It sticks right out. And in the promotions box down below, it will, it will be public there as well. So you'll be in two spots. Um, so I'm going to be playing around with that obviously. And also the price change. I went and I just added $3 to it. It seemed to work. I'm going to play around with that. I'm going to try that. And the other thing I'm going to be doing is broadening my keywords. Okay. I'm going to be, I'm going to be reaching for more keywords, testing more keywords, taking the ones that are converting, spending more time on them, expanding them. And really that's the process. All right. And I'll report back and let you know how things are going. You know, if things are working great, if they're not, I'm going to let you know that too. You know, maybe I've got a product that's a dud, who knows, you know, it's, you know, every product might not be a winner, but if we can get them to where they're producing at least 10 or 15 sales a day, even 20 sales a day is better. Um, you know, we can do that as long as our margins are good. And like I've said before, my goal is to get a product to do 20 sales per day and, uh, consistently at uh, $10 profit. So, We'll see. You know, I'm going to let you guys follow along here, and, and we'll see what happens. Um, my other thing that I'm working on is product number three, which I mentioned is in production. The release is, is going to be beginning of April. I'm really, really excited about this product because I think this one's going to do awesome because it's like having four products under one listing because I'm going to do variations. I'm going to do a bundle. Uh, really, really uh, exciting. Thing is, it costs more money, right, because I've got four products technically, four different you know, styles of this product, let's say. And because of that, you got to buy, you know, a certain amount for each one. It's like having a certain, you know, a certain number for each separate product. So for example, I'm starting with 200 at the one, uh, I'm 200 at the second, 200 at the third, and then my bundle, I'm going to get 400 of those because I think the bundle is going to outsell the singles. But here's the thing. If I sell out of the second one, let's say the second part of this, the set, the second variation, it doesn't take my listing and shut it down. It just puts that one out of stock, right? But my first my first uh, uh, part of the listing or the first product, you should say, or the variation is still live. The third one is still live and the bundle is still live. So it gives you a little bit more flexibility there too, but it does cost more to get started. I, I, you know, I'm not going to lie there, um, but I am... I am going to be at my at my 40 to 50% margin and I think I should be even higher because my bundle now is going to sell in the beginning for like 29.95 um and it's going to cost me about 17 bucks, right? But here's the thing. 
I already have other competitors that are selling that particular product or a similar product, and they're charging $37, and their BSR, because I'm in the same category, is right around the same that mine is for my best-selling product right now. So I know that I've got room to get there, and the profit margin on that would be even better. Well, it wouldn't be, the, the, the margin would be uh, not bigger, but the profit would because it's a higher ticket price, right? But I'm able to still get in there on my lower ticket price because now I have variations that if they want to buy them singly, they can, okay? So uh, it's just another strategy altogether, but it's it's definitely one I would recommend doing down the line, um, kind of like I'm doing. But again, I'm going to report back to you. Uh, and again, it's the setup on it's a little bit more complicated and I'll go through that because I'm learning that process as well uh, because you have a parent listing and then you have child listings all underneath that. So uh, definitely we'll be reporting on that. So that's kind of what I'm doing. All right. And uh, the other thing is I'm building a landing page for my product registration and this is to help build an email list. A lot of people are wondering, okay, how do you start gaining an email list? How can we build an email list from our customers? And you know, it's, it's really a tricky uh, area because you know Amazon doesn't want you uh, getting personal information from them, especially if you're going to be soliciting them. But there's nothing saying that you can't have them register your product, just like Sony has you do when you buy a TV from Amazon, right? And there's nothing saying that you can't have them, you know, see additional resources or videos to help with that product or demonstrate that product. So I've created a, a landing page that will be in the insert. So when they go there, it's a product registration page that also gives them uh, more information, how to use the product, you know, how to better use the product. And it also says that they they uh, are signing up to or registering to, uh, to have the warranty uh, be intact. Okay. So that's what I'm doing right now. And I'll report back and let you know how that's doing. Um, but really I'm just taking the insert, putting it in my packaging, and then I'm driving them to a landing page that basically says, you know, you know, here's the product that you just purchased. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, here's the registration page to get the, uh, the free stuff and to register your product. And that's really it. So I'm going to let you know how that does. All right. So I know that was kind of long winded here on the income report for February, 2015, but I did want to do this for you because I know how much I enjoy them. And I hope this has is, is shown you all of the ins and the outs of, of an Amazon FBA business. Again, not a million dollar business yet. I'm doing the air quotes, uh, but I, I do believe it will be. And uh, like I said, in 2015, my goal is to get at about 30 to $40,000 profit per month um, by running about four to five different products. So that's pretty much going to wrap it up for the income report. Uh, I hope that you you're inspired by this and, and I hope that you see that these are real numbers and this is what is possible. And again, you know, it's not million dollar numbers yet, but you know, and I'm doing the air quotes, but uh, I, I hope soon that it will be, uh, you know, up there. So now what I want to do, like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, is I want to answer a listener question, and this has to do with pay-per-click. So let's just go ahead and listen to the question, and then I'm going to go ahead and give you my answer. Hey, Scott. Thanks for doing these podcasts. I like that they're from a real person. It really gives me hope. Uh, I've been doing this about a month. I'm doing about $1,000 a month income, uh, which means that it works, and I just need to uh, do a better job of getting ranked uh, so that I can increase that. My question is that I'm in a niche that doesn't allow to do pay-per-click on Amazon. So do you see that as something that's mandatory, getting into a niche that you can do pay-per-click because that's a huge part of the income is coming from you doing pay-per-click? Uh, you know, I wanted to get your thoughts on what your percentage is that comes of income that comes from the pay-per-click 
and the percentage of you know income sales that comes from just being ranked. Uh, because I can probably get the reviews and get up on the pages, but uh, uh, you know I might have to switch my, my niche over to something that I can run the pay-per-click. I've been doing uh, internet advertising pay-per-click for Fortune 500 companies for about 15 years now, and it's time for me to really get in here and, and do this for myself and my family, and, uh, uh, and I really want to make this strong push. So... You may have touched on that. I'm a few podcasts behind, but you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Uh, Try to get as many real guests that we can help each other grow would be awesome. Thanks. Hey, Lloyd, thank you so much for the question, and it's a good question, and it kind of goes back to the point that uh, I was making uh, when I was talking through the income report as far as how important pay-per-click is. Now, you may be in a situation that you have one of these gated you know, categories or you know, a category that doesn't allow pay-per-click. I'm not personally familiar with these gated areas or these categories, okay? But what I would say is if for some reason you can't use Amazon pay-per-click, which is kind of puzzling to me, but, you know, it's just, it seems weird that they wouldn't allow you to, but there's got to be a reason if they won't. But if you can't, then you're kind of limited to what you can do. But what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to drive outside traffic, And then this can be a little bit more tricky. So in the product selection stage, I probably would have went away from this product because I want to use pay-per-click. So if anyone's listening and they're in the product selection uh, stage, you probably want to look into can you advertise or are there any advertisers advertising in this space? Because that'll tell you right away. If you do a keyword search for the product you're you're looking to uh, start selling, if you don't see any ads with that particular product, then you probably know that it can't you know, you can't advertise, which is, is, uh, you know, is going to make it even harder. But here's the thing. You do have some options. All right. And the options are this one, you can drive traffic, uh, to your listing through Facebook ads. Okay. Now I can't go into the, all the ins and the outs right now, but you know, Facebook is pretty easy. Uh, their ad platform, their pay-per-click, uh, platform. And, uh, I'm sure if you, if you, uh, you know, went on there and even just created a post, you can promote that post. It's, it's really easy to do. Um, your conversions are not going to be as high. I will almost guarantee that, um, your conversion rates are always lower with outside traffic because they're not in a buying mood, let's call it, right? If you're in Amazon, you're in a you're there cuz you're looking to buy something. If you're in Facebook, you're just looking there to hang out with your friends and post pictures and look at this and look at that. And you know, then the ads are going to display and you may click on it, but your percentage is going to be a lot less your conversion rate that is. Same thing with Google AdWords. Um you can run pay-per-click through that, which I would start with Facebook first. It's an easier platform. It's it's just easier all the way around. It's easier to set up and it's easier to get approved and all that stuff. Uh, so I would start with Facebook ads first. Um, I would maybe even do it where I ran a promotion um, from Facebook over to Amazon, um, giving them a coupon to maybe get 75% off or something like that. The other uh, option you have is Thomason. Uh, you can go ahead and give uh, you know give some items away within Thomason uh, and let bloggers review them and then they will uh, a they'll purchase the product so that's going to help your ranking because you're gonna you're gonna send them through a 
uh, a URL that will have your keyword in it. So that's going to help your sales. And then hopefully the organic sales will start to take. But that's really what I would start to work on in the beginning if I was committed to this category and to this particular product. The other thing is, is can this product be listed in a different category? Does it lend itself to another category or does it have to be put in this category? Because I've heard some other people doing that where they have a product that could be listed in two, three or four different categories and one of those other ones might not be in one of these, you know, gated uh, categories. So that's another thing to think about. But yeah, I would say, you know, if you're invested in it this far and and you've got it, you know, your product listed or you're listed and you want to promote it, then you're going to have to go with outside channels right now until you can get that organic sales volume going. Once you get the sales going uh, organically where people are searching and finding your listing and you're starting to rank, well, then sales will just automatically start to happen and then you'll start ranking uh, for all of these different keywords. But those are the things I would work on first. I would work on like a giveaway, uh, you know, and using like some... Some, uh, some type of uh, super URL or keyword URL uh, that has it in it that'll help your rankings. And uh, I would do that by using either Thomason or even on Facebook. If you use Facebook, you could do it where you sent them through that link. Uh, you would have to make it like a link shortener. And I'm not sure if Facebook allows that. But what you could do, here's another little tip, is if you wanted to use some certain keyword you know, that was in your URL, you could make that long ugly URL and then you could just buy a domain name and then you know at GoDaddy for you know four or five bucks or dollar ninety nine whatever they're going for and then just forward that domain to your listing page. Uh, with that URL, and then it'll act as the same thing, but it'll look prettier. Um, that's what I would do. So I hope that's answered your question, and I'd like to hear more about this gated, you know, category thing too, because that's news to me, and um, I would uh, definitely uh, be interested to hear how we could possibly get around that. All right. So again, Lloyd, thank you so much for your question. I'm glad you're liking the show and you're getting value from it. And uh, yeah, that is the goal to get more uh, people on here and share their results as as well as mine. So um, yeah, cool. So thank you so much. All right. So that is going to wrap it up. Uh, again, I just wanted to thank everyone for uh, you know showing up and listening. And uh, and again, I just want to shout out to all the people that left reviews on iTunes or feedback. I do appreciate that. If you haven't left one, if you would do me a real quick favor and do that, that would be really, really cool. And uh, that would that would help me rank there just like you rank inside of Amazon. And uh, maybe we can get 50,000 downloads in one month. I know last uh, month in February, we had over 30,000. So that was the first month and it wasn't even a full month. So yeah, it's moving right along. If you want to uh, get any of this information on this particular show, you're going to want to head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 16. That's for episode 16. And then also a couple of other little links I want to give you. If you are launching a product and you want to have my launch process that I've used, I've actually documented it and I put it into a PDF and you can download you can download that and listen to that that episode if you haven't uh, at this particular URL. It is theamazingseller.com forward slash launch. Okay, and then if you want the email sequence that I use to get feedback and reviews that I put into place, which I mentioned in the report as far as Feedback Genius, I basically craft those emails myself, and uh, those can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash email, and you can download that uh, or the swipe file that I use. All right, so that is it. That's going to wrap up this episode. It went a little bit longer than I wanted to, but I just wanted to cover all this stuff, and I wanted to answer a listener's question. Keep the questions coming. Uh, you can ask those questions by going over to the blog at theamazingseller.com, and there's a little button up there that says Ask Scott, and you can ask me a question there. 
All right, so that's it. It's going to wrap up this episode. Hope you've enjoyed it. And let me know if there's anything else I can help you with. Take care. Have an awesome day. And get out there and be the 1% to 2% that succeeds in this business. Take care. Talk to you later.